If you could learn and do something today that would immediately change the spiritual atmosphere in your mind and body from being sick to healthy, would you do it? Well, chances are that the answer is yes, and I'm going to tell you all about it in this episode called Give Thanks and Get Healed. I'm your host, Steve Hannett, and I'm so glad that you've joined me on the Be Healed podcast, where we teach you the precepts and principles about healing from the Bible with the full expectation that God's word is going to heal and set you free. Now, don't forget to subscribe and follow us and be sure to share the podcast with your friends and loved ones so they too can experience the healing power of God's love in their lives. The title of this particular episode, Give Thanks and Be Healed, sounds like the very opposite of what most people would think the order should be. Most may think it's get healed, and then, because you've been healed, give thanks. And while that is very true that we should give thanks as God heals us, the scripture actually puts thanksgiving often before the breakthrough. And I'm going to talk with you about why. You see, Psalm 100 verse 4, it says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. You know, thanksgiving is an entire posture of the spiritual mind and the spiritual heart. It really is an orientation that we're already honoring God. We're already saying to him, God, you are awesome. You are powerful. You are merciful. And the Bible teaches that we should enter his gates with thanksgiving. It doesn't say we should just leave his gates with thanksgiving, but we should enter them. In other words, we come into his presence with thanksgiving. We begin with thanksgiving because thanksgiving is a declaration of faith. It's a declaration of his mercy. If you read with me in Psalm 136, verse 3, it says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord of Lords, for his mercy endures forever. You see, when we begin to put our mind upon the character, the nature, the identity, the provision, the covenants, the love, the faithfulness of God, we begin to give him thanks and we take our minds off of the sickness, the disease, and the challenge. Listen, God wants us to see him because as we see him, we're going to believe him. And as we believe him, we're going to experience the miracle power of God. So thanksgiving helps us to get our eyes off of the circumstances, and on to the goodness of God. Now, let's continue talking about this idea of when to give thanks, because it isn't just a preamble to prayer or to a prayer request. It's actually something that's happening while we're praying. And and let's take a look at this at Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 to 8. These are very well-known verses. But often we overlook the powerful truths that are contained in them. Verse 6 of Philippians chapter 4 reads, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, 
let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. These are powerful verses that the Apostle Paul wrote to Philippi and to the believers there. And he begins by describing, be anxious for nothing. Don't worry about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. And there's the instruction that we're not supposed to worry. We're supposed to pray. But with our prayer comes thanksgiving. Now it says, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. In other words, again, the thanksgiving is preceding the fulfilled answer to the prayer because it's happening while we're praying. We're literally giving God thanks before we've even received it because we're making the thanksgiving with the prayer. It says, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, you see, thanksgiving is accompanying a part of the prayer. Let your request be made known to God. Now, it describes something in verse 7. Something is going to happen when thanksgiving is released in the midst of prayer and supplication. It says in verse 7, the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Now, I, I don't need to wonder how many of us need the the peace of God that guards our hearts and mind. You see, a prayer life where there's thanksgiving in it is a prayer life that has faith, a prayer life that's expecting it to come already, a prayer life that is kind of dancing in advance, if you will. It's a prayer life that says, Lord, I know that you're hearing me and I'm thanking you already that I'm anticipating, expecting the answer to my prayer and supplication. And because I have this thanksgiving with my prayer and supplication, I'm not in a state of wondering. I'm not in a state of asking God, are you going to do it? No, I'm in a state of saying, thank you, God, that it is already done. And that kind of assurance in the Lord is the kind of assurance that enables our hearts and minds to be guarded. Now, the Greek word for guard there describes a military garrison. It's a very strong word that says that my heart and my mind is guarded with vigilance and strength. Now, the Bible goes on to describe whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, and 
It goes on and describes it says, meditate on these things. I want to tell you today that Thanksgiving is going to change your life. If you're like me, you may have grown up thinking Thanksgiving is just something that I should do or it's morally correct, but not in the spiritual realm. In the spiritual realm, Thanksgiving is a portal to power. It's a releasing of power. It's a posture of power. It's a provision of power. It's a place of power. And we're supposed to even enter the presence of God with this kind of giving thanks. Now, Jesus Christ, he did this when he raised Lazarus from the dead. Let's go look at it in John chapter 11, beginning in verse 38. It says, then Jesus, again groaning in himself, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him who was dead, said to him, Lord, by this time there is a stench, for he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. And I know that you always hear me. But because of the people who are standing by, I said this, that they may believe that you sent me. Now, when he had said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he who had died came out bound hand and foot with grave clothes and his face was wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to him, Loose him and let him go. This is a demonstration of Jesus Christ himself deploying the principle of thanksgiving. The illustration that Jesus was thanking God merely because he knew that when he prayed, God heard him. And if God heard him, then he would have the answer to the prayer. He'd have the request And he was thanking him in advance. He says in verse 41, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I thank you that you have heard me. You know, the scripture says in 1 John chapter 5, verses 14 and 15, it says, now this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions we have asked of him. Folks, if you put the gospel of John chapter 11 with the letter of first John chapter five together, it makes perfect harmony and sense. The Bible says that Jesus was thanking God, the father that he heard him. And in 1 John chapter 5, it says that if he hears us, that we have whatever we've asked. This is revealing a father in heaven who's desiring to give to you. He's desiring to give to you, but he's desiring that you have faith when you pray, that you receive when you pray. And that you give thanks when you receive, which is when you pray. <laughs> Therefore, I say to you, Jesus said in Mark eleven twenty four, 
Whatever things you ask, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. I want you to imagine somebody asking somebody else for money. Let's say they were in trouble and they were in dire need in a difficult circumstance. And they asked somebody, say, will you please help me? I need a thousand dollars. Please, I need that thousand dollars now. And the person they've asked said, absolutely, I will help you. And the first thing out of the person in need's mouth says, thank you. Thank you so much. But what's interesting is that the person has not put the cash in their hand. The person has not put the money in their bank account. The person has only said, yes, I will help you. You see, even in that natural situation, thanksgiving preceded the actual manifestation or reality of the transfer of the money. Why? Because they believe the person's word when they said, yes, I will help you. Well, let me tell you about an experience we had while I was teaching Bible study at our local church. I was teaching about Jesus being the author and the finisher of our faith. And I was teaching about the miracles of God. A woman in the back of the room immediately says, Pastor, if that's true, can we pray right now? I have one leg longer than the other. And it's been that way for about 60 years. Can we pray for God to heal it now? Well, the answer to that question was yes. We had her come up. We put her in a chair. We lifted her legs. And we saw that one leg was indeed shorter than the other. And we began to pray. And I began to uh, command that leg to grow In the name of Jesus Christ. And you know what happened? Nothing. (laughs) Nothing happened. Not at first. I continued to pray and I continued to look at the leg and nothing happened. But we continued to pray and I needed to take my eyes off of the leg being shorter than the other and I needed to put it on God. When I did this, I happened to close my eyes and I began to just continue to pray in the same way. Because I know that God is faithful to his word. And that leg had to grow because God is faithful. All of a sudden, I give thanks to God. I began thanking him for the leg growing. I began thanking him. You see, I had just asked him and now I began thanking him. And when I did, I opened my eyes and I saw the leg immediately grow in front of me. There was a group of people around helping to pray, and everybody began to shout and praise God and thank God. And the woman began to thank God and and praise God. And that leg that was uh, like that for 60 years was now as whole as the other leg. And she was thanking and praising God. It was about a couple days later, because they had taken a video of it, that his sister from the church wrote me and she said, Pastor, did you know that the leg began to grow as soon as you gave thanks? I said, my God, that's exactly what the word of God says. It says, make your prayer and supplication with thanksgiving known. It says to receive it when you pray. It says that we should have confidence that we have what we ask because God hears us. 
Isn't this an amazing truth? That prayer with thanksgiving means I believe it. You see, when we give thanks, when we pray, that's when we believe. When my wife was in labor with my youngest son, we were praying because the baby, though her water broke, was not coming through uh, the the process of the birth canal and, and dilation and various things. And we were waiting and waiting and the doctors began to say that, well, maybe we need to do a C-section. And my wife and I were really praying that she'd have the baby naturally. And we began to pray more and pray more and pray more. And we were asking God and we were asking God and we were asking God. And then all of a sudden, the revelation came to my wife that we needed to receive what we were asking. The Spirit of God ministered to us during that time and said, you know, you keep asking, but you've got to receive it. So right there, we began to change our prayer and started to thank God for the receiving of the answer of our prayer. Now, the amazing thing was that the doctor came back and checked my wife and said there was no change. But I looked at my wife and I told her immediately, don't worry, that word is irrelevant. We said, thank you to God, we have it. And before the doctor can do anything else, that baby began to come forth. You see, I have experience that Thanksgiving literally is a way of releasing faith. And when faith is released, the provision is released. I want you to begin right now to repent. Tell God, I'm sorry for any complaining, any murmuring, any disgruntled kind of speech, because where the tongue goes, that's where you go, and that's where your prayer goes. It's time to say, Lord, we're going to come into your courts with thanksgiving. First Thessalonians 5.18 says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Praise God. Let's repent. Let's change our mind. Let's do it today. It's going to create an immediate shift in the atmosphere, in the spiritual climate you're in, in your mind and how you think, and in your body and how you feel. In everything, give thanks. Now, sometimes I'll begin to get down on something and the Spirit of God will begin to convict me and I begin to give God thanks and there I've experienced that atmospheric shift. And I'll tell you, God's presence is attracted to the thanksgiving. It's attracted to the faith. And so go ahead and tell him now, Lord, I declare in the name of Jesus that I repent of all my complaining. I repent for my lack of thanksgiving. Lord, you say it's good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to your name, O Most High. God, I will declare that I agree with the teaching and the truth that thanksgiving is your will. Lord, I'm going to begin to give God thanks for everything. Thank him for the cross. 
Thank him for his blood being spilt for you. Thank him for his love. Thank him that he'll never leave you nor forsake you. Thank him that by his stripes you are healed. Thank him that for his name's sake he wants to heal you. Thank him that he's compassionate to your situation. Thank him for his goodness and his mercy and his kindness and his faithfulness. Thank him for the roof over your head. If you don't have a roof over your head, thank him for the beautiful creation that's all around you. Thank him that he will put a roof over your head. Thank him in the beginning, the middle and the end of every circumstance and begin to pray about your need. Begin to pray and and give your supplication to God of, of the thing that you're asking God for. Begin to thank him for it because he's faithful. And if he hears you, 1 John says, we know that if he hears us, whatever we ask, we have it when it's according to his will. Make the decision. Don't look left. Don't look right and say, I'm going to thank God until I see that manifestation. I'm going to thank God until I've got my breakthrough. I'm going to thank him. I'm going to praise him. And I'm going to have that spiritual posture bent toward him and with my hands raised to the heaven. As I speak it, I can tell there's shifts taking place. Don't agree with the devil. Don't look down. Don't get down on things. Praise God. Thank God. Do it in the midst of the storm. Do it in the midst of the difficulty. Yes, I know it may be new, but do it even if you're in the midst of pain. Why? Because you're thanking God that that pain is departing. You're thanking God that your sickness has come to an end. You're thanking God for the change of the diagnosis. You're thanking God for his faithfulness to do it. It's all about faith and thanksgiving is the release, the testimony, and the manifestation of faith in prayer. Thank you for listening to the Behold podcast today. I'd love to connect with you on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Steve Hannett, and you can get a lot of our latest information and announcements there. Also, would love for you to know about our TV program called The Miraculous Life. It airs on Sid Roth's It's Supernatural Network, also known as ISN. You can go to their website. You can download the app ISN on your phone, and you can listen to it also on our YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com forward slash Steve Hannett. There's amazing teachings and testimonies of God's power healing people and breaking through. Truly, he calls us to live in his grace and peace. Well, until next week, may Jesus Christ lead you, guide you, and establish you in the fullness of his grace and power. Be sure to share this podcast with someone who you know it will bless, and I look forward to talking with you next week. God bless you. Be Healed is a production of Every House, a church network whose mission is to contribute to the work of the Great Commission by reaching the lost, establishing churches, and cultivating leaders throughout the world. If you'd like to give a tax-deductible gift to support this ministry, simply visit our website at stevehannett.com and click the Donate button. We thank you in advance for your prayer and support.